I'm Alan Mode with DP, a weekly podcast talking about high school and college sports right here in Central Illinois. I'll discuss what I saw in the past week, what's coming up on Channel 1450, and what we're looking forward to. Episode 51 of Season 2. One episode left until a complete two years of every single week putting out some local sports talk and talking with a special guest about something related to Central Illinois sports. Thank you all so much for listening and joining me. I greatly appreciate it. What's coming up on Channel 1450? Thursday, we'll have basketball from Auburn, where there are a bunch of teams competing in a little tournament. On Saturday, we'll have video from Larry Austin Jr.'s basketball camp at the gym, and we'll have a great talk this weekend from two more national champions, K.J. Debrick and James Dent, discuss their national title at John A. Logan and what it means for them to bring home a ring. Next week, Monday, is the area softball game, and we are working on all the awards show stuff. We're less than two weeks away now, June 28th, Wednesday night. It's the award show at the LRS Hangar at the airport. Next Friday is a big 7-on-7 football tournament in Chatham featuring SHG, Rochester, Glenwood, and Jacksonville against a lot of great teams, so you may want to check that one out. All right, let's get to this week's guest. That's all I got for you. It's the boys' soccer coach from Glenwood and the girls' assistant coach, the brand-new state champion, Mr. Kyle Frank. Kyle Frankie joins me this week to talk about uh, soccer because... We just talked about it on the way in, but you're the you're the guy who coached the most games this year, or were at the most games this year, because you went to state twice. Uh, how does it feel to say that Glenwood Soccer is in a place like that, and you are as involved as you are? Obviously, not the head coach of the girls, but yeah. you're the head coach of the boys. Um, and we'll get into later about uh, being a a dad as well as a coach. Mm-hmm. But how does it feel to say you you spent a lot of time on the soccer field yeah. this year? I'll add Jay. Jay was there with me too the yeah. whole time. So Jay and I, I think we, what is it, 14 games that we coached extra in the postseason this year. Um, it was a pretty special run for both boys and girls. Um, and as a coach, and like I, you're going to talk about um, Lila here in a little bit, but how special that was as a coach but only, and, a, and a dad during that run. Let's start with the boys. The boys, yeah, thirteen seniors, and um, worked their butts off. And I kept telling them as the season went on, like we have a chance, guys. We have a chance. Look at our look at these teams in front of us that could be in front of us. We have a chance, and they bought in, and um, they went on a pretty special ride. And I was along for the ride with it. They did all the work. Um, there were some intense games, a lot of two-one games. You were there for for a lot of it. Yeah. Um, a lot of gray hair in those, um, but how, that was so much fun, especially to get over the Troy Triad hump. Um, it, I think it might have helped the girls out too. Yeah, um, kind of. Kind of. <laughs> we keep bringing up Troy Triad, but they they've been blocking us for a while. So it it was good for both squads to get over that hump, and um, we didn't do it in the championship game. It was a little. I would love to play P and D on a nice day. Um, I think about that game probably once a day still. Um, because the way, of the weather or because the, of the actual game result? Well, I guess if we that was awful. The, the weather, the weather was 70 miles per hour wind, and I'm not kidding. No. Like, there was 70 miles per hour wind in that game, sideways rain. It was not a soccer game as much as it, as it should have been for a state championship game. Um, but that's my soapbox, but I'll leave it at that. I just, wish, I just wish we had another chance yeah um but anyway they won they played in the same conditions so that's what i told the boys they're playing in the same conditions but i'd love to get them on a on a good day right um girls got over the they they were on a roll too um 
I don't even know how many we won in a row there after the middle of the season. So we went on a pretty good roll and everything was clicking at the right time. And um, Rochester gave us a heck of a game there in the sectional final. And I was just talking to Chad about it today, actually, about that game. And um, that could, that game could have went either way sometimes. They had a, they had some chances, too. We got past that game and got past Troy and had a great run in the state championship. You don't know what you're going to get when you get up there because yeah. you don't know these teams. You're from down south. They don't know you. Um, so we didn't, we didn't know. I mean, we figured it was going to be great competitions, Final Four, no matter. That's what we were telling the girls were asking, like, hey, what do you think? What do you think? I said, it doesn't matter. Every, everyone up here is good. Yeah. Um, so just be ready. And they came out and put it to De La Salle. And then that Bennett game was a great game. A great game. Yeah. Um, two games this year that I think were just stick out in my mind when it comes to soccer is that championship game for the girls against Bennett. And then that Troy Triad game against uh, with the boys. Yeah, they were just both really good soccer games. Um, that Bennett game with the girls, I was so we were so proud of the girls because you saw the physicality in that game. And I think at halftime we actually said, "I girls, I don't think Bennett has seen someone." I mean, I could be wrong, but you know, that's what we told them at halftime. Like, I don't <laughs> think Bennett has seen someone that is pushing back. Yeah. And you guys are, I think you're wearing them down. Like, you can see it in their faces. Like, you're wearing them down. And that goes back to Coach Cox and the training and stuff. Right. I, it really, since the beginning of the season, or beginning of the school year. Um, who knows what that game would have looked like if Coach Cox isn't in the weight room with them every day. You don't know. Um, so, got to give credit credit to Coach there for that. Um, but they battled. And I think when overtime hit, it just... We just had an extra gear, and you saw it, especially when we scored that first goal. Yeah. I mean, we they went down, and we went up, and excitement level and energy. And um, talking to Lila, my own daughter, she said, I was so tired. She was such, I was so tired. But once uh, Rowan scored that goal, I had so much energy. See, I mean, it just changes like that. And then, as you can see, 40 seconds later, Rowan scores a goal. But anyway, it was it was so much fun. And I wish every year could be like that because it's to, to have, and Jay has said this before too, it's not, to, to have the kids experience what they get to experience at, state, at the state tournament. And most, most players don't get to do it. And for you to, have, you to be able to coach a team and see it on their faces and the excitement and the enjoyment and how they're treated, yeah. I mean, they're treated like, I, I remember a couple of the girls saying, we're, we're being treated like rock stars. You know, you're going in the sideways, you're going back, you get your own locker rooms, you get walked out to the field, um, you get treated a little differently, and it's, it's really cool at the state tournament. And just for girls to and boys to experience something like that, um, as a coach, it just, that's what makes you happy. Yeah, the winning makes you happy too, but just the experiences the girls get to go through together yeah. really is a cool, cool thing. For Glenwood as a program, um, I mean, like you said, the Final Four is so special, mm -hmm. and to get there is so hard to do. Like, we've been lucky to go to state a few times. I have with the boys, with Jacksonville, and then mm -hmm. with you guys. That's it. I mean, and I've, I've covered some really good soccer teams, but it's really hard to do because, like you said, there's always a program, that, like a triad, where, I mean, you're, you know you're going to get the best game against them, and you're going to have to play your best game against them. Really... You guys, I mean, have put your name back on the state map of saying, hey, it's Glenwood, because 
to take a boys team and a girls team in the same year mm-hmm. really says, hey, you know, this is this is where we're at as a program, and we're not going anywhere because, like you said, yes, you had thirteen seniors, but these guys all worked for it, and they saw what it took with the teams in front of them. Yeah, because they they watched it, and they worked. You could tell that they knew what it would take and how much work it would take. They, and, they and now, especially for the girls too. I mean, we can talk about the boys first, but for the girls, it's like <clears throat> these la- the last two years. Easily, it could have been you guys. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. So it, it really probably made it a little bit more special for these seniors. But at the same time, it, it showed those younger girls, girls like Lila, girls like Rowan, mm-hmm. like Rylan, it, it doesn't just happen. You have to earn it. Yeah, you definitely have to earn it, especially. And back to the, so it seems like whatever better team around here, you even though you're having a good year, in the back of your mind, you're like, okay, to get to state, we probably got to go through someone down south, which is, yeah, know, has been, be a, tro- has been them, a Troy yeah. lately. Um, and, and like I said earlier, we, we haven't been able to get over that hump, but if a while ago we were the ones, it's kind of goes in a circular pattern or whatever. Cause a while ago we were the ones beating Troy, yeah. you know, tw- 2012, yeah. 2013, back then. And then Troy had our number or yeah. the, you know, the down South teams had our number and now hopefully we can hopefully continue this trend for a little bit right. against them. Um, um, but it's it's a really great feeling to be able to beat them, to because they beat you so many times. I'm talking about the girls here. They beat you two games in a row in the super sectional when you felt like whoever won that game was probably going to be the state champion. And it, that's how it turned and out. And how it turned out, even this both year, years. Yeah. Um, so. I feel bad for the seniors that didn't get to experience it, like the Elagor. I mean, I, I shouldn't even start naming names because yeah, there's no. so many of them. But the people, you know, the girls on the teams that um, that team that was undefeated going into yeah, you know, that's. I mean, those two years were the state championship game in my mind. Yeah, the super sectional. Now, the first year, two years ago, they handed it to us. They beat us two zero, and they were legit the better team. Now, last year, they beat us two zero. I know the score, but. I Jay and I rewatched that game just recently. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know why. Don't ask us why. We actually did it separately. Like I said, I rewatched this game for some reason. He's like, I just rewatched the game too. But um, it was it was hard to rewatch that last year's super sectional game because we actually dominated the game a lot and just could not score. And they they capitalized on their chances and they went on and won a state title. Um, but this year, um, the girls were ready, and boy, they took it to them. And no, I mean, I know it was 1-0 at half, but it it felt more than a 1-0 game. And we showed that second half where we scored four more goals, or <laughs> Ryland scored four more goals. Um, she put on a show that game. And, um, but anyway, it uh, it's just nice. It's been a great year. I mean, I'm very blessed to be where I'm at. Um, I'm with great coaches. I mean, really great coaches. Um we pretty much had the same, the boys staff, Jay, myself, um, Coach Wynn, um, Coach Volker, and then Coach Conlon and Coach Carndiff help out with the boys. And then you look at the girls' side of it, it's Coach, it's myself and Coach Leip and Coach Volker and Coach Wynn. And then you got Taylor and uh, uh, Caitlin that help out. So it's it's a lot of the same coaches mm-hmm. that do both programs so we're on the same page all the time some schools you have totally different coaching staffs right. for two different programs and uh we're all on the same page we work together well we have a good time doing it 
and um, it's it makes it even better when you can be successful and and win. When I I still remember when I went up there to cover Rochester when they won the two A state title the girl, on the girls side, and you know the Chicago reporters or the Chicago media whoever it was you know would would ask you questions or talk about you know the team or whatever and. They said after that last year that that Rochester team would have won 3A. They were that good. They were that physical. Mm -hmm. And to me, that was the biggest thing was how physical that team was Mm -hmm. and how you had to earn if you even got on their side of the field. Oh, they were physical. And you talk about this year with Bennett, and it was like your girls had seen that already Mm -hmm. this year, whether it was O'Fallon who went on to win the 3A state Mm -hmm. title. Um, Or, you know, just – I was rewatching the P and D highlights the other day because that game was just one of those weird games where you guys didn't find a way to finish no, it. And you yeah. had your chances, mm-hmm. um, and they didn't really have that many chances. But um, to to go through and say, you know, this team wins, wins a two A state title, and like you talked about, just how exhausted they had to be because it was hot, but it was hot for both teams. And like you said, they didn't they didn't back down no. from that, and you could tell that some of their defenders. We're like some of your defenders, where if you bring it over here, you're going to get hit. You're going to get and, hit. And that's just the way it is. Well, you put together that video of all the hits. And, yeah, and those are hits that weren't yeah. called fouls. They were obviously mm-hmm. hits that called fouls, and sometimes you have to give some fouls that mm-hmm. uh, you'll take that. Um, they had a number five and number six in the middle. Yeah. Now, a lot of people were complaining at the time about the way they were playing, but there was a couple of us coaches on the bench that enjoyed seeing that style of play. Um Yes, they were against us, and they were. But boy, they were impressive. Those yeah. that, those two girls were hard hitting, and they didn't take crap from anybody. And it was kind of enjoyable to see that style of play. And what was even more enjoyable is our girls. Like McKenna was on number six the whole game, mm-hmm. and she was right with her the whole time. Yeah. Um, we were hitting just with them. Um, it was just a. I mean, I've said it before, but it was just a great game, and it almost reminded me of an old school soccer game. There was back when I played, you know, in the late '90s. Um, there was a lot of hitting going on, yeah, things like that. I think I told Jay like where we were sitting there. I said, "This reminds me of old school soccer, uh-huh. like just the hitting and just play on, play on, go." Yeah. Um, there were some things that were not called, which if he's if the referee is going to. Be consistent, which I think he was consistent. Yeah, if he's going to let them play, let them play. It's the problem you get in as a referee and as a coach disagreeing is when they're not consistent. Yeah. Um, but like you saw the video, or you were there. Hayden's Hayden got rocked. Yeah. Coming across the middle, uh-huh. no call, play yeah. on. Um, and there was a lot. Of, Lila got hit in the box, got sandwiched in the box, yeah. play on. And Jay said it there. Kaylee got taken down. Kaylee, <laughs> oh gosh, Kaylee got <laughs> really got hit. Really I didn't good. put that one in there because I was obviously called a foul. Yeah. But man, that was. <laughs> I thought whew, she was she was in some pain on the field too. Yeah. Um, but uh, Jay said it. I remember after Lila got hit, Jay goes, "She didn't break her leg, so it's not going to be a foul call." <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, like you said, so, if, if if it's both ways, then you'll take yeah. that because you have, like you said, McKenna battled. You yeah. have Aaron back there who, yeah. who can yeah. really. And same thing with Kaylee, and same thing with Allie and yeah. Hayden, and you know Carly, and all those. If girls. you're going to let us battle, let us battle. And he did. I think he did. Now, of course, did he miss a couple things on both sides? Yes, but every referee is going to miss a couple things. But consistently, I felt he let the girls battle, and it yeah. made it a really entertaining soccer game for a state championship game. Because he could have blown the whistle how many times, right? And it could have just 
killed that game's momentum and excitement and enjoyment. But he let him play. He let him play. And and I thought it was great. Maybe I'm saying I thought it was great because we won 2-0, but <laughs> I, I still think if we would have lost that game, I still would be uh, saying the same thing sitting here, that I love the style of that championship game. You've To be a part of a state championship team like that, Obviously, like you saw this year with the the ten ten year anniversary, that team going into the Glenwood Hall of Fame, and just how much that brings back, you know, all those memories and how how special it is, how hard it is to do. Um, mm-hmm. Do you allow yourself in that moment now to say, "I really got to soak this in because I want to enjoy it more, knowing yeah. that it's that it's yeah. like and and. And I really wanted to soak it in because my daughter was on the field, right. you know, and that that made it pretty special. Um, back to the Taylor um, cop um, played for the 2013 state championship team, and just a little um, tell you how much it meant for her to see the girls win it. Um, she was when that whistle blew the final. Taylor was crying. I mean, she was just like, so excited for these girls to experience what she got to experience that it choked her up when they yeah. got to win. So um, it, it's special, and it's hard. It's it's hard to win seven games in a row in the playoffs, um, and that's why there's only one winner standing at the end. But it, it's tough to do, and everything has a lot of things have to go right. Um, got to be a little lucky here and there. Got to be good. Got to be good, and you got to have a little. The ball's got to bounce your way sometimes for you to win seven in a row. Um, and and we did it, and it the boys got close to it, real close, and that was that was an impressive run by them. I just wish they would have. How special would it be if we had had two? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, can't take anything away from those boys. That, no. they, they did so awesome, and uh, I love them for what they did, and it. I'm great. They got it. Makes me happy they got to experience that. But anyway, it was, it was, uh, it was a good time. And uh, I know some of the boys were upset when the girls got to win, and I think the girls got to show off their medals, the first place medals over the boys. How would you like to live in Ben Wilcoxon's household? Right. <laughs> when his sister gets to bring home a state champion medal, and he's got second. So, um, but that's what happened. So. Second place in the state is pretty darn uh, good. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, I'm not ragging on the boys and I think at that's all. What it awesome, said, that's but, what it says to the yeah. fact that, oh, the girls did it. Yeah. But man, and that's why, that's why you know, at the beginning we were talking about it. It's, it's so darn hard to it's do. It's hard. And, it's hard. And for you guys to be that close to where, you know. And it's exhausting. I can't imagine. Because you still got to go to practice the next day. I can't imagine what those girls went through that had to graduate, oh. sit on the hot bus for three hours, and then. That bus. And then to graduate and then have the energy to do that. You know what I mean? Like, so that bus lost its air conditioning about at, when we got on at Wally's. So from Wally's uh, back to the convention center, way. there was no air conditioning. And I still, if girls are listening to this, it's, I still believe it was because of your iron, your, your hair products you had plugged in. I think you blew out the air. So um, I blame you guys. That's a so, priority thing, though. They had to get the Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I felt bad for the girls. Here they are trying to get ready for graduation, and they are just drenched in sweat, and they're trying to put makeup on. They're trying to do their hair. Um, we had a bucket, or a bucket. We had a cooler. Our big white cooler was full of uh, melted ice, and we had girls rotating with their feet yeah. in the bucket or in the cooler just to try to cool off. 
um, there were some girls struggling on the bus, and we had to move them up front because it was a little cooler up front, but we made it. It was about an hour's worth of pretty bad conditions, but um, that's what my wife was like, why didn't you just pull over? Pull over. You can, you I said, time. we had to get them to graduation. Yeah. We didn't have time to pull over, no. which was cool. We you, The videos of graduation was really neat, where the whole team got to go with them yeah. and walk down uh-huh. and... I mean, what a day for the seniors to be able to win a state championship and graduate like, on the same day. Imagine how bad it would have been if you would have lost in overtime or lost oh, at the last yeah. second, yeah, and then they would have had to graduate, and then they would have had to relive that. Yeah. Well, like, then they would have had to... Then probably, it had a chance with 10 seconds left Probably wouldn't have presented them with the trophy <laughs> at graduation if it's second, but at the same time, like, still... Yeah. I know. That would have been tough. That's quite a day. We dodged a bullet there. 10 seconds left oh, of regulation. They had two really good chances. In, in if the you watch the minute. video, the announcer is yelling. Ten, he's count, she's counting down. Yeah. 10, 9, and the ball is bouncing around the box there. In the box where, yeah. yeah. Whew. That would have been a heartbreaker right there. I can't imagine losing that way. <laughs> no. You'd rather lose 2 to nothing in overtime than lose I think like that. Than like that. I, I, I think I agree with you. So, um, um, Going back to the Rochester game a little bit... Like you said, every, a lot of things have to go your way, and you know, you know, coaching against Chad, he's going to find something or some way to get mm-hmm. you back in that game. Um, and then some things have to go your way. Where, um, for example, Savannah Maley's is not playing this year. Mm-hmm. Imagine if she like, I'm not saying she would have scored a goal, but she's a she's a great player. very very that's very good not on soccer their team. player. Yeah, that didn't play on that team, and that's a team that has a lot of girls that are going on to play at the college level, and. Uh, Clearly, I mean that's that's a great rivalry that we've seen the last three years, and you know mm-hmm. even on the boys' side, you played guess who in the sectional championship? It was the same route, yeah. uh, Rochester then Triad for yeah. both boys and girls. Yeah, which says something for all three of our programs, mm-hmm. Triad, you know Rochester and us that yeah. we're uh, we've been on a pretty good roll lately. Um, yeah, Chad, Chad's a great coach. I don't I don't know if you know, but I started with Chad yeah. um, when I graduated college in '01. Um, I got a job at Sangamon County Learning Academy, the truancy school here. Uh-huh. And I first day walking in, I met Stacy Carlson, Matt Carlson's wife. And she said, we got to know each other, you know, just introduced ourselves. And she said, you could, you play soccer? I said, yeah. And she said, Chad Kucher and my husband, Matt, are looking for an assistant coach. Yeah. And so Chad called me within an hour, and I was at practice the next, I was at practice the next day. And I, I coached with Chad for four years, from 01 to 05, until I got the job here at Chatham and then started over here. But uh, Chad and I became really good friends. Uh, we, we used to play with each, you know, play soccer together when we were young, but we became real good friends you know, since 01. And he's a great guy, and he's a great coach. It's something Chad does, he adjusts well. Yeah. He, adjust, he, he really adjusts well. Like, he'll take the game, you, if you beat him the day, you know, three weeks before, he'll take... He'll he'll fix something and he'll make it a tighter game, win or lose. He'll make it he'll make it interesting. Yeah. You can almost guarantee when you're playing Chad that the second time you play him is going to be tougher because he he makes some adjustments and um, you know they man marked uh, Ryland in that game uh-huh. and made it tough for her and we had to find another way to score and we did and. We got out of there luckily. I mean, they had a couple chances there. Beginning of second half, it got a little yeah. scary. They had some chances in the box there. Um, but they're a good team. And <clears throat> I think if they would have beat us there, they probably were in the same position, you know, chance, same position we were in mm-hmm. at the end of the season. Um, but um, And the boys, Chad beat us in the regionals championship 
two years two years ago, right. and then we got to play them in the sectionals, and we got back at them in the sectionals there. So it's been you know back and forth here the past few years between Rochester. Rochester is always a great program, and we have really well look at the conference is a really good really good uh, clearly two state champions two on the state champions office. in one conference. <laughs> And then you got Springfield and uh, Griffin, and I mean it, the the list goes on. But it's a really good soccer conference, okay. And a lot of times, whatever team can get out of here, our conference, you know, you're going to be quite successful yeah. in the playoffs if you can get out of our area. And a lot of people so. say that about a lot of sports, but mm-hmm. it's definitely. I mean, it's proven in soccer that that's yeah. just the case. Whether it be it's probably a spot in a super if you can get out of beating if everyone you can get, in the if you, And we, we always got to beat up on each other at the end of the year. Yeah. Someone, one of us does. Mm-hmm. Springfield, you know, yeah. Griffin's 1A, but Springfield, us, and Rochester recently has yeah. to beat up on each other to get to that super. So good soccer around here. So that's what makes it interesting. That's what makes it fun. Um, so we'll see what happens next year. Last, <laughs> last spring, I remember I drove up to Muhammad. For a non-conference girls soccer game because it was Rochester, they went up there, mm-hmm. and I texted Chad that day and I was like, "Hey, you know, what do you like? Obviously, Muhammad's good. What do you think this game's going to be? Is it worth me driving an hour and a half?" And he's like, "Yeah, I mean, it should be a pretty good game." I said, okay, you know, so make the trip, <clears throat> and it's about right after halftime, and I think they're down one to nothing or it's tied or whatever, and he goes, "You know what? I honestly wouldn't be that mad if we lose this game because I know we're going to play them again." Yeah. He goes, if we lose if we lose here on this field, on their field, he goes, and we see him again, I think we can beat him. Yeah. I, and they did. That's exactly what they did. Yeah. Um, you know, as a coach, losing in the middle of the season is not is not the worst thing in the world. And that's something I've learned from Jay. Um, you know, something I've taken from Jay is it's not, it's more of a marathon. It's, you know, what happens during, yes, you want to win. You know, we're all competitors. You want to win every game if you could. But losing... Um, to St. Joe's, to to whoever, O'Fallon. It's a lot of times you can get good things out of the, that, yeah. and you can learn things from about your team. Um, so it's all about, and Jay, like Jay has always said, you know, since I've been I've been coaching with Jay, under Jay for the you know for the boys and girls since two thousand seven, and um, he's always said it's not it's not so much about the season, you know, the middle of the season. It's about how you are, you know. Heading towards the playoffs, are you on an upward incline? You don't want to be going down. You want to be, you know, starting to play better as you hit the playoffs. And the teams that go far, are, you know, hitting the gas pedal towards the playoffs. You're and you learn about- from the middle of the season what you know yeah. about your team. And you guys, you know, you go on, you go to St. Louis, and those games were weird with the weather and all that stuff. But you yeah. still lose those games. <clears throat> um, but I'm curious about the O'Fallon game <clears throat> because you're up, you're up at halftime, two one. You have to feel like. You had a better shot at winning that game than it ends up being five to two. Five to two. But what did, was that one of those games where Jay was able to really take the to practice the next week, or was that just a game where you kind of threw it away? No, that was that was a teaching moment. I think that we took it to him like you. No matter, I think we were up two one with. I want to say six, it was like thirty. Five, 33 minutes to go. So it was tied 2-2 with like 16 minutes left in the yes, game. Yes, I mean, we were still... Yeah. At, there was only 16 minutes left in the game, and it was 2-2. And that is a teaching moment of, okay, we go down 3-2, okay, with six, 15 minutes left. What do you do? What do you do now? Do you just give up like you did here in O'Fallon? Because we kind of just gave up. 
honestly, they scored two more goals after that. They scored they scored three goals in 15 minutes. Now, I I don't know how much teaching you actually. I mean, we talked about it, believe me. Mm-hmm. But I don't know like tactical ways. No, I think practice, that's more just that a is not thing, that's right? a I mental mean, thing that you that the girls learn from that you can never you can never stop in the game. You can never give you, you can never let your guard down. Because a good team like so O'Fallon, fast. if you let your guard down one time, they're going to punish you. A good team like Bennett can a, score two times in the last minute of the game. You saw it so <laughs> many times in Bennett. If you let your guard down, I remember that one place. That girl had a breakaway. Yeah. Abby came out. She went by Abby, and Hayden never gave up and beat her but down. But it was the, the way field. Abby forced her to forced go sideways yeah. just enough to give yeah. Hayden the time to get back there. But... Like if Hayden would, I mean Hayden didn't give up there. If Hayden would have slowed down and said, "Okay, it's a one-on-one break," that's that's a one-zero game. We lose state championship. Hayden saved that, you know, that part. Yeah. And uh, so the the losing a game five-two when you're up two-one at one time, I think it it doesn't teach tactical things. It <laughs> teaches it teaches mental things. You know how to approach a game, how to approach an ending of a game. Um, you know, and coaches too. Where you know you're up two one, maybe not so much that game, but you're you're up two one. What do you do with your personnel? Right. How do you protect this two one lead? You know, there's things that you know this player does not need to be right here right now when we're right. up two one. You can you leave know, Aaron yeah. and McKenna back a little yeah, bit farther yeah, you can, at times. You can, drive, you you can go to two two uh, two defensive mids instead of one. You know, mm-hmm. things like that. So yeah, uh, I don't want to take up a ton of your time, but I do want to touch on uh, the. Soccer dad yeah. question because um, last Saturday my daughter had her first three year old game. Yeah, and that's how'd it go? It's interesting. <laughs> um, I'll put it this way: it's uh, it's pure chaos. Mm-hmm. After seeing a great soccer game like Glenwood versus Bennett, <laughs> this is um, a little bit different. Um, but half of her team didn't even get on the field. They were too scared, or they just didn't want to play. Three three year olds. Yes, three. Yeah. So they all just sat by their mom and cried because they didn't want to play and for the last three weeks we've been hyping Parker up saying hey you know we're going to play soccer and every time we talk about it she says I'm not playing really because we told her she can't wear a dress and she just wants to wear a dress <laughs> and we told her you know you got to wear a uniform and she she was like no I'm not I'm not playing I'm not playing so okay we go to practice and she actually you know tried a little bit one of her friends was there so and then Saturday we get to the game. She, she has to put on the shirt, and she was not happy that it was a gray shirt because she's Doesn't like gray. She's very pink fashion. Yes, yeah. she has pink socks, so we made yeah. sure to get her. She's wearing her pink socks. Um, but then just to see her listen to her coach, mm-hmm. who she just met last week, and she literally stayed out there the entire. For some reason, they have three year olds play an hour long soccer game, yeah, which is w- ridiculous. So by the third quarter, she was just staring at me like. It's time to Please go. Please get me yeah. out of here. And she cried at the water break. But the, for, to watch her go back out there and just you know, listen to her coach mm-hmm. and run and chase the ball, I couldn't be more proud. And, you know, yeah. just that feeling is, is something that I will never forget and I'll never take away. Um, what, what is, <laughs> I can't imagine what it feels like to see your daughter get that medal put on her. Yeah. After, was... after doing what she did in those two games and, yeah. you know, really all season long. To be a part of this team mm-hmm. and be such a big part of this team. Yeah, it, boy, it was special. Um, you know, I've been here for a while coaching, and there's been a lot of moments, you know, a lot of successful moments as a coach. But, and I don't want to 
rank wins over any any other ones. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting ready to. But that championship, seeing her win a state championship was one of the most special moments that I've been part of, you know, as, as the Bloomwood coaching staff. Um, it was just so cool to see her and how excited she was. And I'll never forget when, I don't know if this is good or bad, but she put, the medal was put around her um, neck. She got off the podium and she walked straight to me. She gave me a hug and she said to me, we, we just made the Hall of Fame. That, that was what she said. The glue and Hall of Fame yeah. in ten years. Yeah, like that's what she was. That's that's what, that's what she said, and I just thought that was kind of cool. But um, just it, it was tough. It's tough. You know, I went through it with Paxton, my oldest. He played for us, the boys. Um, it's tough being a dad and a coach. And there, I got better as the season went on. Um, but this year, you know, Lila was on varsity last year and played here and there. But this year, she was more of a starting, you know, played more. So you find yourself sometimes, as a, just like any dad or parent, mom, you're watching your kid. Yeah. And I, I, I think at the beginning of the year, I was watching her too much, and I was a little bit hard on her, mm-hmm. you know. And I kind of realized it some games in, and it's like, all right, I, I got to get the dad, the dad out of me, and I got to be more of a coach, and I got to watch everybody. I can't just focus on Lila. Yeah. You know, um, that's not fair to her. You know, it's not fair to the other girls either. If yeah. you, you know, if you're focusing on on one person only, and uh, there were a couple times where I would tell Jay, Jay stand there, I, I would say, Jay, get her out. Get her out. Like, he just looks at me. He's like, she's fine. She's fine. I said, get her out. Get her out. But uh, it was so awesome to see her win this. Or not, you know, her team win this, but her be a part of it. Um, No matter what her role was throughout. But just to be a part of that team. And just seeing her with her friends. And there's not much that can compare to high school sports, I don't think. The playing for the community, your family, your your friends, um, just I don't I don't think anything can beat it. Yeah, there's club soccer. My daughter plays club soccer, and um, that's that's dandy and all. But the the high school sports aspect of things, and you know, this year around high school sports, that's your job. It's there's something so unique and something cool about high school sports. When you get the community involved, the community was so good to both the boys and the girls, um, cheering us on. Um, so many text messages from people not even in this area. You know, I'm getting text messages. The girls are getting, the boys are getting text messages. Um, people signing up on NFHS ten dollars just to watch their. I, you know, how many people said I paid ten dollars to watch your championship <laughs> game. Um, just no one's doing that for club. You know what I mean? High school sports, there's just something to it that is so neat, and um, I'm just glad the girls got to experience what they did, and the boys got to experience what they did. And um, back to my daughter, um, her being part of that, and seeing her, just the smile on her face, and being with her friends out there. Winning with your friends, winning with people that you grew up with, is pretty cool. Um, And they have it for the rest of their lives. You know, yeah, it's an Illinois State Championship, but, you know, someone in wherever doesn't, might not care about Illinois, but boy, around here we care about the Illinois State Championship, you know, and they have that for the rest of their lives, and I'm, I'm proud of her. She worked hard. They all worked hard, and um, we'll, she's still got two more years, so we'll, we'll see what happens. So Pressure's on now. Yeah, yeah <laughs> pressure's on, so it was fun. 
the girls did it all. I mean, it, what and the boys they put they put us coaching staff on one heck of a ride. Um, there were days where the coaches look at each other like, "You believe this? Like, what? What are we? What's happening yeah. here? Like, we're getting um, ready to play the super. <laughs> uh, like, yeah. we just keep we yeah. keep winning, and um, it's going to be hard to beat this year. Yeah, I guess two state championships is <laughs> how you beat it. Um, we set the bar high for this year, but soccer. Soccer at Glenwood is rolling right now, so um, I'm glad to be part of it, and it's been fun, and I wouldn't, it's just been a blast, so, and, and I got to work with some really great people along the way with it, with this whole year, so, um, I don't know, we'll see what happens. Do you have any advice for me as a girl soccer dad? Be patient, be patient, because... Well, you, first step is you said a lot of the a lot of the girls, a lot of the kids were sitting over on the side. Yours was out there, mm-hmm. so that's the first start. You have to be patient because, and don't and don't get upset. Don't get upset at them. Like I just told you, I was upset at times with Lila, and I could see it in her. I don't yell at Lila a lot, but there was times, and she, I could see it. It didn't help. Mm-hmm. It didn't help when I yelled at her. Yeah. It didn't help when I get mad at her. It doesn't doesn't help their game. Um, just love them and be excited for them. And if they're if they're going to play a sport, they're going to if they love it, they're going to keep doing it. Can't force them to do it. Um, Lila used to play basketball, and I still wish she played basketball, even though she's little. But she wasn't that bad. And I tried, and she doesn't want to do it. And I'm like, all right, you don't want to do it, you don't want to do it. And soccer, she fell in love with and hasn't stopped. And I'll support her. I mean, tonight we're going to Eureka College for a practice tonight, you know, for club ball. So I'm driving an hour and a half at, you know, at four o'clock today. Just support them and they'll fall in love with something along the way. She's only three. Yeah. So there's going to... My other daughter, we tried sports. Elena, she's a freshman at Mizzou. She uh, she didn't like sports and she got into dance. And so yeah. I became a, you know... We dance mom. My wife became a dance mom, and you know, dance dad for a few years, and that was great. Um, Paxson played soccer. Lila plays soccer. Simon, he plays everything right now. He's nine. He plays everything right now. Who knows what he's going to end up playing? But um, he loves every sport. He thinks he can be a professional at every sport right now. So um, we'll we'll see what happens with him. But just be there for them and enjoy the ride because. I know it's cliche, but boy, it goes fast. I mean, real fast. It's hard for me to believe that Lila is going to be a junior in high school. And and Paxton, I'm rambling here, but Paxton came home from college. He goes to Missouri State. He's going to be a senior. And he hadn't seen her play like in two years because he's been in school during the season. Uh And... uh, but he came home for the summer, and of course, we made it far enough where he could come home, and yeah. he went to the state tournament. And he told me the other day, it is so weird seeing Lila out there, like out playing for a state championship. Right. She's like, he's like, I still think of Lila as like this third grader, yeah. you know. And she, here she is out there playing, you know. And so it goes so fast. Even Lila's own brother, it's hard for him to comprehend yeah. that Lila's out there playing, you know, high school soccer. Um, and I, I know so many people have told you it goes fast, but it does. It does. We get old quick. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> thanks, man. I appreciate yeah, your time. Yeah, thanks for stopping by. Thanks to Kyle for his time and awesome conversation. That was a ton of fun to discuss the soccer runs for the Titans and how they got it done. Thanks again, and thank you all for listening. I'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.